Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. Hey, listeners, in this episode, you'll hear from CMO at Hims and Hers, uh, one of these uh, amazing virtual health companies that is really bringing the patient experience. Check it out. All right. So today we have a special guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Our guest, Dr. Patrick Carroll, is a member of the Hems and Hers board and is serving as their chief medical officer. He oversees all matters pertaining to the provision of care, clinical outcomes, patient safety, healthcare information systems, strategic initiatives and programs to enhance the Hems and Hers care model. In addition, Dr. Carroll is instrumental in managing relationships with health systems and collaborating with the executive team in the development of new clinical programs. Before joining the Hems and Hers uh, company in June of 2019, Dr. Carroll was the group vice president and chief medical officer of Walgreens. And over his five-year tenure there, he oversaw the retail clinics, healthcare strategy, health system collaborations, quality programs, as well as the development of the Walgreens Neighborhood Health Destination Initiative. And before that, in May 2014, he served as the Chief Medical Officer of Integrated Care Partners, Hartford HealthCare's Clinical Integration Organization. He's also the Medical Director for Hartford HealthCare's Medicare Shared Savings Program, which now has over 20,000 patients in a Medicare CMS shared risk pilot program, uh, played a very critical role in developing Hartford HealthCare's efforts in the transition to value-based care in a time of rapidly changing healthcare landscape. And from 2010 to 2012, Dr. Carroll served as CMO for the Granite Medical Group in Quincy, Massachusetts. He received his bachelor's degree from the College of the Holy Cross and medical degree from Dartmouth Medical School and completed his residency training at Middlesex Hospital in family practice where he served as chief resident. Dr. Carroll is board certified in both family medicine uh, and adolescent medicine. Dr. Carroll, welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Uh, Great to be here, Hillary, and thanks for having me on the program. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And, uh, you know, it's great to hear about your background and uh, all of the deep clinical experience that you've had. Um, if you, you know, want to share maybe a little bit more about um, your background or where you're calling in from, from the world, just so people can kind of get to know a little bit of that as well. Yeah. So you really outlined my past career. And I think the way to look at it is, I've worked at about every level of the healthcare ecosystem. Really, my, my career has been informed by 28 years as a primary care physician doing very traditional primary care, you know, 25, 30 patients per day, seeing folks in the hospital, uh, working with all ages from, I'd say, from nursery to nursing home, the full scope of primary care. And then from there, my career pivoted and I took more leadership roles, both at Atrius Health, at Granite Medical, Hartford Healthcare, Walgreens, and now at Hims and Hers. So uh, 
really enjoy all the work that I've done in the past. And there's a theme that it kind of fits together, really understanding where the challenges are in American healthcare, uh, particularly coming from a primary care background and the lens of a primary care physician. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, absolutely. And um, you, of course, have uh, made the switch over to more of the virtual space at a, a pretty uh, opportune time. Uh, little did we know what 2020 would have for us, but in 2019, uh, you made the the jump over to hims and hers. Um, maybe you could tell us a little bit more about, um, you know, first what hims and hers is, and then a little bit more about uh, virtual healthcare and moving from um, you know, that direct like face-to-face model and, um, you know, how the growth into telemedicine is looking. Yeah. So in, you know, 2019, I really enjoyed my role as chief medical officer at Walgreens, but without having a crystal ball and seeing that the pandemic was coming and virtual care was going to grow, I saw the opportunity to really deliver more care to more people in a virtual setting. Um, and, that's what attracted me to hims and hers. Um, it was a young company um, that wanted to hire a full-time chief medical officer. And what I saw was the great opportunity to reach out to customers from where they were. And that is uh, particularly millennials and younger. They really enjoy virtual care. They want 24 seven care on their schedule, not the physician's schedule necessarily. And uh, they really look at, you know, tech-driven care. And so when I interviewed for Hims and Hers, I saw this great opportunity, and that was even in the pre-pandemic time. At the time, Hims and Hers really concentrated on a few healthcare verticals, men's health, women's health, um, and some dermatology. Um, what they focused in on was stigmatized conditions, things like uh, erectile dysfunction, hair loss, um, and they actually extended that about a year into my position there into mental health, treating anxiety and depression with non-controlled substances. So what was appealing to hims and hers to me was also appealing to their customers and consumers. They like 24 seven care, getting care through a virtual medical group and actually looking at the full vertically integrated system at hims and hers where someone could Google up a symptom, I'm having these issues. And then we provided content, that content would direct them to our site, they would read more and educate themselves more about the conditions they were seeking care for. And then we would connect them to one of our providers, mostly physicians, but also nurse practitioners. In most states, we use asynchronous care, that is, someone goes on, they answer uh, formatted questions that are really evidence-based. And then if they qualify, the physicians will have a two-way conversation with that customer and make a decision with that customer whether they might benefit from medications. If they do, we actually do the pharmacy fulfillment, um, mostly through our own uh, pharmacy, you know, 300,000 square foot pharmacy in Columbus, Ohio, or um, we partner with other cloud-based pharmacies. So end-to-end, you get the content, you get the provider visit, um, and you get your prescription sent to you in a subscription model. So you pay a set amount each month, and that is inclusive of the medications. Direct consumer model, cash pay. Uh, We've eliminated the PBMs. We've eliminated the 
you know, the, the hassle of dealing with your insurance company. And it is a very affordable subscription model, even though most of our customers have insurance. Most of them have high deductible health plans where they're paying out of pocket regardless until they hit $1,500. And for our price point, they pay less than that deductible at the year end of $1,500. So really it's affordable in a model that is very appealing to our customers. And uh, through the quality network and the quality system we built, really high quality care. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, I love hearing more about the model of hims and hers because um, we are in the digital age and nowadays, you know, people go to Dr. Google um, for any of their questions before they're calling their doctor or their pharmacist or, or whomever. And, you know, we've seen a lot of, um, of pure content uh, websites and things, you know, WebMD or, or such. Um, and then we've seen, you know, some telehealth companies that are kind of that, you know, more urgent care type. Um, and so, you know, the, the way that hems and hers, um, has really figured out how to be kind of that one-stop shop, um, for consistent maintenance, um, to improve the patient experience for, uh, people that want that, uh, for some of those niche conditions is, is really interesting. Um, so maybe you could tell a little bit more about, um, how you guys have been able to focus on the patient experience and, and building trust in, uh, the telehealth, uh, environment. Um, great. So the few things. One is we have a proprietary EMR. We created it to reduce the friction points in healthcare. You know, I, I as a primary care physician, was on five different was on five different EMRs during my career, and they're full of friction points. Um, you know, lots of requirements to bill and code really to fulfill the needs of PBMs and insurance companies. But the EMR we built at Hims and Hers, our providers love it because they can do most of their visits right off a mobile device. Um, and our patients love it because it really only asks the essential questions, documents what needs to be documented in a HIPAA compliant EMR. And then it does the, it helps fulfill the pharmacy end and cuts and links into the pharmacy fulfillment such that they get their medication sent to them if they qualify for it. So they are, we hear comments all the time from both our providers as well as from our patients that the EMR works well for them. Um, essential questions are answered, uh, great documentation of the visits and then the pharmacy fulfillment at the end of the visit. So that is one big aspect of what works at Hims and Hers. And the other, quite honestly, is just being very consumer centric. You know, in my traditional primary care practice, I had set office hours, 40 hours a week, nine to five. At Hims and Hers, we have over 600 providers available 24 seven, 365 days per year in 50 states. So over 600 providers in a nationwide network all practicing off the same EMR. So it works. Um, what we've seen through our net promoter scores, which is, you know, the customer satisfaction of very, very high scores, really significantly higher than most healthcare entities because the patients appreciate 
the ability to access care on their schedule and to get pharmacy fulfillment um, and the medications actually delivered through their door. And then during their care journey for many of these chronic conditions, they have full access 24 seven to providers, both physicians and nurse practitioners to answer questions, to make medication adjustments. And what we've incorporated into the platform is really customer relationship management, constant outreach from us asking, how are you doing? Are you having side effects? Do you think your medications need to be adjusted? Do you need to connect back to the uh, prescribing provider? So it really checks all the boxes for a customer uh, who comes on our platform and quite honestly checks the boxes for our providers who most of them, you know, practice 15 hours a week off our platform. They're not full-time as in, in the majority are not full-time and they fit in these hours uh, between their regular job. And so the fact that, you know, we've not had any trouble recruiting that we have a 97% provider retention rate tells us that providers like the platform also. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And uh, just to, to hit on the, another point um, of access, uh, you know, you've got this available in all 50 States and uh, you know, from your experience working in primary care or, you know, on the flip side, being a patient, you try to establish care with a new provider, you move and there's, there's often long delays. Um, maybe you could tell a little bit more about, um, how you all are helping with access. And then, um, also mention a bit more about, uh, the quality aspects. Absolutely. So I think a big challenge in healthcare is access. If you look today, um, primary care, um, is a endangered field because, less and less providers are going into primary care. It's really the toughest job in the world. And so today where I practice, where I'm located in Massachusetts, it takes over a hundred days actually to establish with a new primary care physician, if you could find one. In the mental health field alone, um, it takes 10 weeks to access a psychiatrist on average nationwide. On our platform, if someone comes on, you know, for treatment for anxiety and depression, they can connect with a provider in less than nine hours. Uh, Primary care issues, uh, they can connect with a provider usually less than six hours. So really near immediate access, um, which is really differentiated from the traditional healthcare system, where because of the shortage of mental health providers, the shortage of uh, primary care providers, your wait time is tremendously long. The other piece to it is we really are focused on quality. Quality is table stakes. So a, a big part of our business is really trust and safety. And so I brought in all the learnings from running large medical groups, uh, both at health systems, multi-specialty group, nurse practitioners at Walgreens, at retail clinics, and looked at what works in that quality program and really incorporated it incorporated that into hims and hers. So for example, last year, we did over 50,000 encounter reviews. So if you're a provider practicing on our platform, you're going to get reviewed and actually graded on how you interact with patients, whether you're, you know, documenting appropriately, whether you're prescribing the right medication, whether you're providing the right follow-up. And if you don't meet our standards, you're retrained. And if you still don't meet our standards, um, you do not continue practicing on our, our platform. So we have full two full-time nurse practitioners that do constant reviews of encounters. So we feel like we have the quality 
really locked down. And that's extremely important in virtual health. I think you have to at least uh, have the equivalence of a quality program in brick and mortar. I would actually say you have to exceed that to really uh, win over the patients in terms of trust and safety. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, So, you know, you've, you know, certainly enabled more of the the front door for patients to um, get access to providers. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about how HIMSS and HERS can integrate in with the traditional healthcare model, um, you know, working with maybe, uh, you know, maybe they have a primary care uh, provider already, or um, even with uh, the health systems, you've got some great uh, deep experience with that and help support support those relationships. How does, how does that look like? So we have a place in the healthcare ecosystem. And one thing I, I reinforce uh, ex- externally and actually to our internal provider group, we are not the patient-centered medical home, but we're solving problems for patients, particularly around stigmatized conditions uh, that they may not be able to get access for with their own primary care physician. Um, if you actually look at our uh customer base, most of them do have primary care providers, but over 50% can't even identify them. So they come to us because they're looking for access to care, high quality care, but we're still part of the healthcare ecosystem. So when someone comes on and has a visit with him and hers, part of that visit is we ask them if they would want us to share the visit information with their primary care providers. We also integrate in with traditional health systems, and that's a growing strategy for us. So if you actually look at virtual care at HIMSS and HERS, there's a percentage of folks due to higher complexity that are not appropriate for virtual care. So I call it closing the quality loop. With seven, soon to be nine, health system relationships nationwide, we're able to refer folks who need really in-person or specialty care into their system. So we have great partnerships with health systems like Oshner, Mount Sinai in New York, uh, Christiana Care, Privia Health, a multi-specialty group, Carbon Health, a, a primary care and urgent care group. And we're growing those numbers in terms of collaborations uh, with health systems. So our customers have access to brick and mortar care when it's appropriate. So we're part of the solution. You know, we're not a rogue organization who's trying to do it all on our own. We realize we have to integrate in with traditional healthcare. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, Dr. Carroll, maybe you could share a bit uh, about how you were able to transition from uh, being a direct care provider, uh, and then, you know, CMO roles, maybe, you know, for our pharmacist listeners, student pharmacists, others who are in the audience who, you know, maybe they've had, um, some, you know, they've been working for several years in direct patient care, but, um, want to take that experience and move into more of the corporate or uh, startup world. What kind of advice would you have for them? Yeah, first of all, I have great respect for for pharmacists, both from coming from a primary care background, but that was really reinforced during my five years at Walgreens. You know, Walgreens had over 30,000 pharmacists and they just brought great value. Um, 
you know, in terms of medication and directing providers about, you know, what's appropriate. It's fairly complex for, for primary care providers, for example, to treat folks with diabetes is 40 different meds and 10 different drug classes for diabetes alone. So pharmacists uh, are a huge, important part of how we deliver healthcare today. Um, at Hims and Hers, we actually hire pharmacists because we have our own 300,000 square foot, square, square foot pharmacy in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, we have a compounding pharmacy in Arizona. Um, so by doing that fulfillment, we have a whole group of pharmacy colleagues that work with us at Hims and Hers. So there's certainly opportunity in, in the virtual health space for, for pharmacists. Um, and looking at more broadly in terms of career opportunities, I didn't plan, you know, when I started in primary care to end up with a virtual health company. It wasn't even part of the healthcare equation back then. Um, but I think I was always open to different and new opportunities. And I saw some of the challenges in traditional healthcare. And that's why I went into more leadership roles, both, you know, overseeing multi-specialty groups, health systems, and then even at Walgreens, and then eventually at Hims and Hers. So, you know, my advice to folks who are looking for career transitions or just in the beginning or mid-stage of the career, be open to new opportunities. Uh, virtual health is a, is a great area to, to transition into from you know, traditional uh, pharmacy roles. Um, I've had a non-linear career path. I think the one thing that's guided me through that though is really you know, understand where the challenges are in healthcare and be willing to pivot at various points in your career to go into organizations, do work that actually addresses some of those challenging aspects of healthcare today. Yeah, such great advice. Um, I love, you know, I think when people start to kind of see more of the systems uh, and big picture, but you've got to have that, you know, initial experience of like being the boots on the ground uh, that you can take with you. So um, thank you so much for sharing that. And it was such a pleasure to have you as a guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thanks, Hillary. I really enjoyed the conversation and um, reach out at any time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist, produced by the Pharmacy Advisory Group. If you liked this episode, let us know by subscribing to the podcast, rating, and reviewing it. Share it with friends. And if you want to be a guest or know a pharmacist leader who has a great story to tell, connect with me, Hillary Blackburn, on LinkedIn and check out our Facebook page, Pharmacy Advisory Group for updates on new podcasts. Thanks for listening.